This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 817 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. Today, we have good neighbor Chris Capron. He's with Caldwell Banker Realty. Chris, how you doing? Great, great, Charlie. Thank you so much for having me on. What an honor. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for being a part of the show. And um, well, you've got you've got experience all over South Florida, but I know you specialize in Southwest Florida, and and uh, you're based out of Naples, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, let's let's start there. And and uh, you know, for our listeners, uh, we are post Hurricane Ian. Now, I hope. Chris, you know, there are a lot of people listening to this in a few years, maybe even a few months ago. Hurricane Ian, when was that? I, you know, there's there's no evidence of it, but right now there's there's certainly evidence and then some. So, uh, right. um, yeah, yeah. So let's start with uh, what you're doing and, um, you know, maybe, hey, what you're seeing uh, uh, in the market and how that might impact uh, future, you know, folks up north that might be listening to the show and, and all that fun stuff. I know I'm throwing a lot on you here, but you know you're like the first realtor that we've got on the show since and, uh, the hurricane. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> no pressure, no pressure. Um, <laughs> it was. Uh, I'm a native Floridian, so uh, I've seen a few different storms, uh, yeah. you know, from time to time. But this was definitely one that it was big, and it, it came really close to where uh, I'm located in in uh, Southwest Florida. Uh, I'm in Naples specifically, and it kind of came in just a little bit more north of us. And, you know, obviously, uh, for anybody who's seen any of the news or, or anything, it's a lot of uh, structures just completely decimated. Yesterday, actually, we had a, a really nice uh, turnout of uh, realtors from Coldwell. Uh, the president uh, of the company was there, and uh, we just uh, went to one of the neighborhoods and literally went door to door asking if we could you know, help move furniture out. We set up tables uh, with one of the local churches and distributed food and supplies and things like that. And so, you know, as bad as these these events are, uh, there is something about people coming together and, and it really kind of bringing out the community, which, you know, uh, is nice to see. Unfortunate that it takes something uh, yeah. uh, like this yeah. to really have a lot of that. Yeah, but but yeah, you're dead on. You know, it's it's all about community. It's why we even you know started this podcast in the first place. And 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 there certainly is that. You know, it, we wish we didn't have these types of disasters to bring everyone together. But the other side of it is that wow, we're in a community in Southwest Florida in general where full of folks like like yourself, like the Caldwell Banker team, that are more than willing to help out and do whatever. We can because as as you mentioned, you've seen a lot of hurricanes, and you know, hey, next year could be you, right? <laughs> and, and right, and, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and and it's nice to know you you have that community that will support you. So, on the real estate side, Phil, in what you doing? Well, um, uh, again, you know, we just came through uh, some, you know, uh, really intense, uh, you know, a, a crazy part of uh, the market. And things are, in some ways, starting to kind of balance, which is a, a good thing. Um, you know, the interest rate uh, the, for getting a loan has been going up, and not to say that that's so great, but obviously it's that's done to kind of stem inflation and and those things. The effect at the end of the day is it's um, helping to kind of balance the market. We came through such a, a huge seller's market 
where the price of homes was just driven sky high and it was going really quickly. And you could hear a lot of people sort of getting out their crystal balls and saying, you know, this is what's going to happen. So again, at the end of the day, it's, it's uh, I believe, you know, starting to help balance out the market a little bit, in some ways reducing demand, which was extraordinarily high. Yeah. Uh, and then that will help to, you know, bring out a little bit more supply because that was, uh, in some ways, it, it wasn't even as much of a supply issue, but but that was uh, it just seemed to be part of it. It was so hard to yeah. for a, a buyer to get a house, so hard to compete. Um, yeah. You know, you just you could offer with you know no contingencies on anything, not have it inspected, never even look at it, offer over the asking price, and still get beat out. So at least now, <laughs> in some ways, you know, it's it's giving people that are still in it uh, looking for a home. A bit of a, a better chance, yeah. you know. And, and conversely, yeah. if, if for the people that are selling their homes, they're, I think, uh, you know, being a little bit more realistic in what that first offer uh, is of, of, you know, what they're they they want to get from that house. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. Well, it was a, a crazy, crazy time. I mean, I I remember, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, we were uh, on. We used to live on Fort Myers Beach, oh, um, and, and uh, riding my bike, I used to go to Publix and, and get a workout in, and I remember saying to Barb, you know, months would go by without seeing a for sale sign or an open house sign. It was like insane. It was just, these houses just, you know, before they even got on the market, it was like they were gone. So, right, yeah, absolutely. it's nice to get back to normalcy. Yeah, I, I would yeah. get, get uh, you know, phone calls and, and have my clients say, oh, you know, let's let's go check this one out tomorrow. And by the time the morning yeah. came, it's like, no, it's gone. Sorry, you know, yeah. <laughs> pick yeah. another one. Uh, and, and it was slim pickings at that time. Even. So what about your journey into the real estate world? Fill us in on that. That has, uh, has really been quite a, I don't know, meandering road, I guess, to get me there. I, I Back in the day when I was in my mid-20s, I decided I wanted to get my real estate license uh, just because I wanted to to do it and know how to know what went into everything and was always interested in real estate. I got my license, but I never practiced. I, I never signed up with a brokerage. And basically, it, if you don't do that within a couple of years, the license goes void. So that happened and you know, fast forward probably about 30 years. And uh, during the, when the pandemic was really uh, coming in, I decided like, okay, that's it. I'm going to go, you know, do this again. I've always been interested in real estate and wanted to, to pursue this. So that seemed like a good time. Before that, uh, I was a professional chef for 20 years and always loved that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was, I was in a band <laughs> before that and I actually wow. used to have hair and <laughs> not so much these days, <laughs> but, uh, so a lot of creative, you know, we're, we're we're not we're not showing the video of this, so you know we we, um, we can edit this out and let listeners think that you have hair. That's it. I have these you know gorgeous locks, uh, <laughs> but um, you know so really involved with a with a few you know creative uh, pursuits for yeah. for a long time, and I, I think that's something about real estate that that's uh, interesting as well is there there is a good amount of creativity with it because you know at the at the end of the day it's it's a lot about solving problems and ha how you can uh you know get to a good solution that you know should be a win for everybody yeah quite a journey quite yeah. a, what, what kind of music uh, did your band play um 
well, we we labeled ourselves uh, edgy power pop. I don't know if that's a thing, and I feel kind of silly yeah. saying that, but yeah. I would say if you know back in the day, if you could picture kind of like a a mashup between Dave Matthews Band and the Red Hot Chili Peppers and things like that, it was it was similar to that. Yeah, so yeah. I my our we have a couple claims to fame. One of them that I'm really uh, happy with is we got to play the club CBGB in New York uh, back yeah. in the day. So that was that was very yeah. cool. Dang. So were you on the road a lot? A little bit. Uh, we we yeah. lived in Gainesville, Florida, for a time, and then moved up to uh, Chapel Hill, North Carolina, uh, yeah. and you know always wanted to sort of be in a college town. That was a great hub. Um, and while living in Chapel Hill, I worked at this southern restaurant uh, called Crook's Corner, which is just straight up uh, really great southern food and such a cool uh, little venue. You know, you could come out in the dining room. It wasn't huge, but you could come out and see somebody, you know, with blue hair and, and, and you know, from a, a punk band sitting next to a professor from, you know, uh, the university yeah. sitting next to a restaurant owner sitting next to... You know, everybody was just, you know, yeah. it, it, again, community was such a great, great place to be. And, and pretty quickly, I, I sort of realized I was a much better uh, cook than a bass player. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to go this way. And uh, came back to South Florida. Uh, I lived on the East Coast for years and uh, worked in some of the top restaurants in Miami. Uh, you know, very lucky to do that. Wow. And... Uh, you know, just uh, one thing led to another. I was a line cook. Uh, my wife, when I met her, she was a food runner. And, you know, and, you know, fast forward now, again, you know, about 20 years or so. And we have uh, two children. We live in Naples. We've been here for about 11 years. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. So back to real estate then. Uh, mis misconceptions. What do you hear that you can speak to uh, in your industry? I think, uh, you know, there's... In some ways, it, it, it's a very simple uh, concept. Uh, you know, there's somebody who wants to sell a house, and and then there are people that are looking. And yeah. you know, our our job as realtors is to, uh, you know, basically bring these two sides together. And, and uh, you know, similar to a lawyer, in some ways, you rep usually represent one of those sides, whether it's the seller or the the buyer, and and you look out for them. You are their agent. You uh, try to sort of shepherd them through all of the uh, the paperwork and the things that need to be done, and I think it just—it's—it's it's very easy to, uh, you know, see so many different uh, things that need to be done, and uh, the dates for inspections, and and different clauses, and different uh, uh, contingencies when trying to purchase something. And you know, I can remember back when I was on the on the end of purchasing our home, just the endless paper that you're signing where you really feel yeah. like I don't even know what this is exactly you yeah. know like I, I read it but do I yeah. and so it's good to have somebody that can kind of really help to walk you through it yeah. and, and uh, so I would say that's that's you know one of the things is just there's a lot a lot of information to to go through and it's great to have somebody who's you know really on yeah. your on your side to to help with it all yeah no, that's a great point I mean you think about it I mean I I know years ago the average homeowner uh, buys it, you know, sells and buys a new home. You know, you, it's hard to remember what you did seven years ago, and everything is, I'm sure, changed. So to have someone who's doing this on a regular basis on your side is uh, extremely helpful. Um, yeah, absolutely. How about um, 
outside of the real estate world, what are you doing for fun? I do have I have two kids, and they're they're both pretty active. Uh, my son uh, has gotten into ice hockey, so we spend a lot of time uh, doing that. And uh, uh, my daughter uh, is involved in volleyball, and uh, she's a new high school student. So pretty busy wow. with uh, with those you know both of those things. On my own, personally, like I, I still like to try and sit down and play guitar uh, from time to time. I've gotten into writing a little bit, uh, a, a couple of uh, you know short story ideas and, and things like that. So you know, again, I, I guess I, I I'm drawn to things that are creative. You know, yeah. I like yeah. that. Yeah, you are a man of many creative talents. That's that's so <laughs> cool. Good for you. About. A hardship, life challenge. Chris, what comes to mind a period of time that you were challenged, you got through it, and now looking back, you can say because of that, I'm better for it, I'm stronger. Well, I just, you know, I I can think a lot about uh, times in the kitchen, honestly, that mm -hmm. it's, uh, you know, being a chef or working in, in a restaurant uh, is a very challenging thing just, uh, you know, in its own. And it's, you know, definitely one of those things where I always felt good that I knew I could, uh, you know, put my head down and kind of power through whatever had to happen. There were many times where, uh, you know, as I moved up to be a chef uh, of, of various places, you don't have a day off, uh, you know, for quite some time. And, you know, it's, it's completely conceivable that you're working, you know, two weeks, three weeks straight every single day, a lot of hours. and. Uh, it, you know, it wasn't fun <laughs> at certain points, but, you know, definitely I, I felt good that, uh, you know, I had that drive and I had that stamina uh, to be able to power through it. And I think, you know, a lot of things, even the, you know, where I am now uh, doing real estate, it's very similar, um, you know, that it's just, uh, you know, to have a drive and be able to keep going uh, in the face of things when when it seems difficult, you know, and again, we've definitely had our challenges in the real estate space uh, in this this last couple of years since I've been a realtor. Um, yeah. You know, first with the the pandemic, second with you know such a uh, I'll say interesting time in the market, um, and now you know just in the wake of this storm, um, you know, really going again like uh, looking at at the homes that are. Just you know, being completely cleared out uh, and having uh, to start from scratch—it's—it's uh, it, you know really uh, definitely an interesting time of like okay, well, you know what's going to happen? I think you know, we're all we're all on the edge of our seat. Like okay, what next? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know it's a. Uh... Life sure isn't dull here in Southwest Florida, that's for sure, especially if you're a realtor. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> so uh, one thing you wish our listeners knew about you and uh, what you're doing at Coldwell Banker, what would that be? Well, I, I chose uh, Coldwell Banker Realty uh, because it's a company that they've been around forever. Um, it's you know uh, one of, if not the most uh, recognizable brands in the real estate space and everybody that I've met um, you know really shares that sense of of community with each other um, you know in the office uh, people are great they, they help each other out with 
whether it's uh, you know showings or open houses or you know hey I haven't done this part of a contract before you know what do I do here and uh, getting guidance uh, the and, and even like I said yesterday at the event to see the president of the company out uh, yeah. you know moving somebody's refrigerator out because it you know got damaged from the storm he definitely didn't have to do that so it was it's it's a uh, I think a, a great company I'm going you know glad to be a part of it um, yeah. and you know in everything that I've seen it's it's very um, you know I, I've, I've it makes me feel comfortable to uh, to be part of it because I, I like that message I like that yeah. sense of neighborship and you know I'm not trying to, to uh, my title is a salesman but I'm not trying to sell you on something I'm Try to help, you know, negotiate through, uh, you know, through this purchase, which for many people is, you know, like we've always heard, the the biggest financial transaction that they'll ever have. So, uh, you know, I, I I really appreciate that about about Colwell. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Well, I know we have listeners who want to get in touch, want to learn more. What's the best way for them to do so? I my cell phone number. Uh, I I take phone calls and and emails. You know, you can always just drop me a text. Uh, I'm on Facebook and Instagram as well, and uh, you know both of those are Christopher Capron, C-A-P-R-O-N, uh, and usually like on Facebook and Instagram, it's uh, Christopher Capron Realtor. My cell phone number is area code 305-299-1866. I still have my Miami number. It was that was hard to give up. <laughs> but uh, you and you and Pitbull. And that, yeah, Real that's fun. it. That's it exactly. <laughs> If I know you don't have the visual, but you know he and I have the same barber, so. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, my an email to get a hold of me is uh, Christopher. Dot Capron C A P R O N at C B Realty dot com. Uh, those are all the, the easiest ways to to reach out to me. And the office is right in Central Naples, sort of at the cross of Airport Pulling and Pine Ridge. Terrific. Well, Chris, thanks for being a part of the Good Neighbor Podcast. We wish you the absolute best going forward there. Oh, well, Charlie, thank you so much. I, I really appreciate what you're doing, and, and it's uh, an honor to be on with you. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com, or call us at 239-224-4105.